Hello, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and with me, as always, are the co-hosts who really ring my phone, Jeremy Legui and Sean Denham. Hey. We've got an extra special, super duper exciting episode for you today. Because lightning it's bolt sound effect. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. <laughs> it's Radiothon 2018, everybody. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So many air horns today. <laughs> Radiothon is a very important time of the year here at CJTR. This fundraiser is vital to keeping this beautiful station on the air. Um, and it's a great time for you to support community radio. And you can also win some fun gifts and prizes along the way, which we will talk more about throughout the hour. We can come on ahead. So, we'll tell you a little bit about our super special Radiothon episode. We wanted to give our listeners a little incentive to donate. So, for every one of the donations we've received, and the ones we will receive during the show, we'll each be revealing one of our most embarrassing favorite films. <laughs> it's tough, y'all. It's tough. So... If you're listening and you haven't donated yet, or you have and you feel like you might want to donate a little bit more, call us at 525-7274 and make your pledge, or you can pledge online at cjtr.ca slash donate. We have Jeremy standing by. Jeremy's got he his will be on. He's poised. Running. I, I am I am ready to chariot to fire it across to the other room to answer the phone. If you want to talk to me briefly and uh, let me work work through a, a, a detailed form with you. Uh, we can make this happen. He's not going to leave any stone on tape. <laughs> no, he will get all the deets. So give us a call uh, during the show, and Jeremy will run, and that'll be funny for all of us. Very funny. It's going to be good. Um, first, so we'll get into our, fi- our our embarrassing favorite soon, but first, we just want to talk a little bit about why you should donate to the station, why the station matters to us. Uh, so, as you may know, CJTR has been on the air for over 16 years which is wild. And we have some of the most diverse programming in the city here on CGTR. We got music of all kinds. We got talk shows like ours. And I mean, you wouldn't hear these voices on commercial radio. You definitely wouldn't. Um, We are not not qualified for commercial radio. (laughs) Maybe someday. Um, it's a great platform for nonprofits and local businesses to spread their messages in ways they wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Um, we have, yeah, just, it's things you couldn't hear anywhere else in Regina. And like, I love CJ Like Sean's puns. Exactly. Yes. Broadcast out as I'm far as the radio as eyes can see. As waves can go. Where else could you hear that? Nowhere. Only Nowhere. in this booth. So you should definitely, definitely donate. <laughs> We're going to tell you a little bit more about Radiothon as we go throughout the show. But first... I have been watching a lot of Big Brother lately, which is embarrassing just to kick it off. But first, uh, something they say, um, let's do a quick round of embarrassing favorites. Uh. So we would like to thank James, James Brothridge, friend of the show, for his donation. Former guest of the show. Former guest of the show. He is also one of our probably most regular listeners. He always likes our posts on social media, which I love. Yes. And uh, James had some questions, which I think are good ones, about what the idea of guilty pleasures really is is all about. Um, he's very much of the opinion, and I'm kind of with him here, that if the movie works for you, it works for you, and you shouldn't be ashamed. Uh, so James took the tack of talking about problematic faves, which I think is a mm. very interesting one. Yeah. And so he's talking about, you know, the Woody Allens, the Brian Singers of the world. And he says, for him, the guiltiest is Roman Polanski. So, mm. you know, noted abuser and terrible human cretin, mm-hmm. Roman Polanski, wow, has made some really good films, is the thing. He says, The Ghost Rider was easily my favorite film of 2010 at the time. Uh, Carnage was thrilling, and uh, he, he wrote some more because James is brilliant and has a lot of thoughts. So, James, thank you for sharing that. Um, and in that vein, I will share one of my embarrassing favorites, also Are a problematic, a problematic fave, fave? Okay. Midnight in Paris. A Woody Allen film. Mm -hmm. It's honestly great. It's such a good movie. It's very (laughs) fun. But, uh, yeah, Woody Allen's canceled. Um, I would like to see him go the way of Bill Cosby, but that's not what this episode is about. (laughs) Boys. Boys, give us one of your faves that are embarrassing. 
Um, well, well I, I don't have any that are sort of politically heated in such a you way. You don't have a problematic Ooh. fave? Uh, All of Jeremy's faves are totally approved. Oh, my, get Sonia one, one my, little blue eye on those. My, <laughs> my, my, well, mine, mine come from the fact that these are objectively bad movies, okay. yet I love them. And I will highlight one that I've talked about on this uh, this program before, and that's, of course, one of my favorite John Travolta flicks, uh, Battlefield Earth. Mm. <laughs> which uh, is about two alien businessmen and uh, a human slave who uh, attempts to overthrow them. And some forehead prosthetics, if a I'm lot, not mistaken. A lot. We're talking a lot. only one. <laughs> yeah. Many, many. Foreheads on foreheads on foreheads. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty unfortunate, but I really do like it. <laughs> That's fair. What do you like about wow, it? Wow, what can you grasp It's just to? such a strange... It's it's like a, a totally normal sort of business story and then they just put a bunch of uh, alien overlords in there. And uh, it does not work. It makes little to no sense. Yet I can't look away. That's fair, honestly. Mm-hmm. To John Travolta, it was his passion project. <laughs> How much did he lose? Oh, Do you know these everything, numbers? Absolutely everything. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Uh, I could poor guy, out. but not poor guy. Um, I have a bit of a problematic fave. Uh-huh. Um, Known by um, the movie Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, sure, sure, sure. This is a good one. <laughs> Which I watched a million times when I was a kid, and it still mm-hmm. is n- like major nostalgia. And I will, I, I love everything about it. Um, if you don't know, it's about a unorthodox private detective who um, saves pr- animals, <laughs> and he's sent to rescue a bottlenose dolphin named Snowflake, who is a Miami Miami Dolphins mascot. Um, Sean Young is in there. Um, mm-hmm. She has a bit of a um, well. So the basically the whole film is full of a many tasteless uh, moments, like when he plays a mentally disturbed patient uh, at an asylum, or um, a lot of like a lot of pieces of homophobia. But then also an insane, fully transphobic ending that yeah. you never forget. That's like the crux of the film, whole film. Yeah, and I could. I know. Even as a yeah. child, or even recently, I couldn't understand. The like the reveal when yeah. he whipped Shang Young around and exposed her this bulge in the back of her panties, and we were all supposed to believe that it was maybe a big talk because she's apparently still like a man who went through gender reassignment surgery and is posing as a police detective. I don't know it's very confusing. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna read uh, something that Roger Ebert wrote about. Uh, the film. He said, Carrie plays Ace as if he's being clocked in an energyometer and is paid by calories expended. He's a hyper goon who likes to screw his mouth into strange shapes while playing variations on the language. And the Washington Post said, The opportunity to laugh at the mischief Carrie's body parts can get up to. So that's wow. a tough review. That's tough, from honestly. Several, some, several people. <laughs> but like fair, tough but fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was pretty embarrassing, I but like, I feel it could I, I get like worse. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's a it's a problematic thing, certainly, and it does not problems. hold up to time. We are expanding um, in a lot some ways. of how um, <laughs> you know a lot of things today, and that was it. Feels relieving. Yeah, I think it'll be nice to get some of this off our chest. Yes. All right, so we're gonna do another round right away, but first. But first, <laughs> uh, but first is how we're going to go into this next segment. <laughs> Enter the room, um, but first. Is we're going to talk about the fundraising goal that CJTR has set. Um, so the goal has been set at $15,500. That's, chump 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 that's a lot of moolah. Chump but chump. I know that all of you wonderful listeners out there can make it happen because we know that people are passionate about this beautiful station. And in case you're wondering what that money is going towards, um, it's going towards new on-air equipment. So there's some equipment in this room that could stand to be Oh, every replaced. mic we have is rusted. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's uh, like a submarine in here. Yeah. We don't even have chairs. No, we're we squatting. We just sit on rocks. <laughs> we're squatting using the same mic. And uh, the station also needs a new transmitter, um, which is obviously something that's very important to a radio station. I would assume so. so. How does it, um, why would it need that? Um, well, so <laughs> why don't we talk into these microphones, Sean? Got it, got it. Uh, they have to be sent. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, every every show on this station is is the work of volunteers. Um, the staff here is incredible and hardworking. And uh, if you love this station, you should donate a little bit of money or a lot of money, if you mm. feel so inclined, to keep it on the air because this is a really special thing. All right. What's uh, well, a little factoid here to answer yeah, Sean's question? Yeah, tell us question. a factoid. Uh, John Travolta 
and Franchise Pictures lost $53 million on Battlefield Earth. Oh, I and thought you were going to tell us what transmitters <laughs> do. <laughs> me too. And speaking of, of money, or no, sorry, hold on, let me redo that joke. Speaking of numbers, Sonia, what's that number to call in again? Yeah, if you were wanting <laughs> to call in and donate, 306-525-7274. Let's get Jeremy working here. Ring those phones. He's just sitting on his little patootie. His, these yeah. glutes have been stretched all day for this. Yeah, he's ready. <laughs> and now their lactic acid's building up. <laughs> all right, well, we do have another round of embarrassing movies to reveal. Thank you to friend of the show, Eric, Eric Bell. Uh, who I once mistakenly thought I went to a movie with when I actually met with Sean. Yeah, that's a, a that fun was connection tough there. That's the biggest uh, spoiler alert faux pas to date. I know. <laughs> Eric has shared one of his uh, embarrassing faves with us. Thank you so much for your vulnerability. Uh, Thirteen going on thirty. Oh no, which Eric, is no. honestly a great choice, and I love that movie. Um, it would have been on my list if it wasn't on his. So that's you're basically getting a two for one because I'm telling you that I love that movie, and I'm also telling you that I <laughs> love High School Musical. Wow, Jeremy, yeah, you gotta get to get to get to get to head in the game. No. <laughs> The basketball choreo alone makes me love that movie. Oh, yeah. Did you just say choreo? I said choreo. Wait, I work in waste, the theater. Waste time <laughs> saying the whole word? Yeah, I don't have is. time for that. Well, when you when I have to ask the question and learn what it is, then I guess in the future, the short form will work fine for me. But. It is a terrifically bad movie, but also terrifically good. Discuss. Um, <laughs> I actually will discuss this later as a bit of a what you're watching. <gasps> Because I watched it for the first time. Amazing. Okay, great. Well, then let's move on. Jeremy, Uh, share one. The next one on my list is the spiritual successor to a little film called Napoleon Dynamite. Wow. Uh, And this is a movie that I love called Gentleman Broncos. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Have you you seen this? Nope. No. Uh, So it is about a young man who aspires to be a science fiction writer and uh, Jermaine Clement of... uh, Oh, I love uh, Flight of the Concords fame, plays a successful science fiction writer who holds a camp. And uh, the young protagonist uh, submits a story, and Jermaine steals it. <gasps> and uh, there's this real great part of uh, Gentleman Broncos where Sam Rockwell plays, they cut into the fiction often. So as he's writing, and uh, he rides reindeer that shoot rockets out of orifices, and uh, there's a lot of weird, weird stuff it that happens. It sounds fun. It's so, it's so crazy. But um, Jermaine rewrites it, and then we see the same thing happening again, but with the new rewrite, and uh, it is w- absolutely wild. So That's I like great. it. Yeah, Honestly, it is super good. It, why is it embarrassing? Uh, it did not do well. Everybody hated this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, oh, that's uh, unfortunate. Uh, my, you know, happy description of it does nothing to what it actually is. It's very slow. That's yeah, fair. You've really painted it's, it. With it's a, uh, it's it's uh, Napoleon without the stars is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, there it is, people. Well, that's too bad. Sean. Um, mine is, um, uh, it's called Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. Jeremy is bolted. He's bolted. We're room. not sure. We cannot confirm that there's a call. No, we can. Maybe he might be dealing with uh, a human rights a issue. A missed call. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I watched Galaxy Quest, or I love the the film Galaxy Quest. Yes. A lot of people do that. That's it's, true. Um, a parody of Star Trek and its fandom. Um, and it is about Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. um, Alan Rickman, oh, a very star-studded so cast. Yeah. Um, and it's about this cast that like used to have a Star Trek-like show, and then now they're still sort of holding on to this stardom, and they're doing just like a bunch of fan conventions and opening stores, and uh, they just have a really sad sort of celebrity life. And um, Alan Rickman is uh, amazing as a rubber headpiece like classically trained actor who um has to say the most clunkiest lines of dialogue and he says it in a very sad deadpan way that is the best um anyway real aliens come to grab them and they because they think that their show was actually documentary so then uh we just heard the dulcet tones of a phone ring we're very excited um so they think that the show was a documentary so they um you know, so they ha- enlist them to help them fight these other aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as I said, I thought it was very funny, including Tim Allen, which I would never say. Um, but one of the reviews was, the many 8 to 11-year-olds in the audience seemed completely enthralled. 
Which is also a rough uh, review. Yeah, I honestly, that speaks to things that I love. Are you talking about Galaxy Quest? Uh, yeah. I love that movie so much. Right? Oh, my God. So good. Another Sam Rockwell dynamite. He is and great. There's a great when Sigourney Weaver just repeats the computer all the time. <laughs> and they're like, That's why are job. you doing that? And she's like, it's my one job on this ship. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's, it's stupid, but I'm going to do it. I love she's it. She's great. Uh, Sean, it's on you. Yeah. We had a call in here. Oh, my God. And I answered a phone. I pushed a button. It was blinking. You did not. Oh. Yeah, I did. It was super hard. A young man named Mike Rolo uh, <gasps> of University of Regina professor, uh, he has a little guilty pleasure here, and it is super embarrassing because I state again, he is a University of Regina film wow. professor. Yeah, he's is like an trash? acclaimed filmmaker and professor. Mike, we're going to have to have you on the show to talk about MacGruber. <gasps> What? Because he loses his mind when he watches MacGruber, oh which is such a great God. guilty pleasure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is an excellent, excellent choice. That is explosive, <laughs> Mr. Rollo. It's such a bad movie. But so good. Honestly, that movie makes me laugh every time. It, I've seen it more than once. There are things that are absolutely hilarious, but plot-wise, it is... Rather thin. It's, it's got the holes. <laughs> um, I love to see Kristen Wiig in 80s drag, which yeah. she does often because she also loves to see it. But yeah. Whew, I'm so maybe excited. that deserves a rewatch. Super okay, good. well, thanks, Mike. Mike. Thank you so much for your donation and, and our your love of community you theater. Our prayers are your, with you. Your taste. And now we must share another round of embarrassing films. So, who's going first? I'll, I'll go. I feel like this one's on par with um, with MacGruber. Uh, I love this little movie. I don't think that I'm allowed to because, again, I went to film school and all this stuff. But um, it's an early, very early superhero. Uh, Marvel superhero movie. It's called Howard the Duck. Yeah, <laughs> wait. I knew this was going to be on your list. You knew it was a Marvel. Knew it. Yes, and uh, it's uh, what's what's her name? Why can't I remember? Leah. Leah. Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. I was about to say uh, Michelle. No, Leah Michelle. <laughs> Leah Michelle. Michelle Thompson. As an infant. Leah Tom. Leah Thompson. Uh, Howard the Duck. I don't even know who played Howard the Duck because it's so ingrained. It was a comedian of the time. But uh, it's a super embarrassing movie to like. And oh. I love it. Um, you mean a, a sordid film of bestiality, Jeremy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's wow. not to love? Exactly. Love? Ed Gale, Howard the Duck. That's who played Howard the Duck. That's yeah. a, a rather... Oh, no. He physically played Howard the Duck. Oh, my no. God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He must not have voiced... He's a puppeteer? Uh, he is a man capable <gasps> oh, of, I see. I see. of being Howard the Duck. Incredible. And Gail, we salute you for this movie that I shouldn't like, but very much do. <laughs> Sean is trouble. I'm struck. Oh my god, that. you guys! I'm looking. There's so many people were part of being Howard the Duck. There's there's a lot going on here. Everyone oh. has this the secret. Oh my god! Wait, who's that man? He played Howard the Duck. Everyone played. Everyone yeah, played Howard. Everyone, the everyone Duck. had a hand in Howard the Duck. <laughs> well, that's anyway. one advanced puppet there. Oh yeah, Sean. Um, so I'm going to talk. Um, I loved uh, a movie called Tremors. When oh I was yeah. <laughs> I even now it's very nostalgic for me to watch Tremors because it has the bet. Um, I'm talking only about the first one, not the uh, sixth one that was released this year <laughs> on Netflix. Six. Yep. Yeah. And I looked through the titles of. Uh, two through five, and none of them looked. Oof, they looked rough. Tremors, <laughs> yeah, more tremors. Tremors like tremors in the past. <laughs> tremors in the future. Um, so yeah, it is about Kevin Bacon and uh, Fred Ward. Are these two? Is, I'm sorry, is he in it? Kevin Bacon stars. Yeah, <gasps> in Tremors. You didn't know. Oh, that? I, th I thought you were talking about Tremors six. Oh, oh. <laughs> still. Honestly, I what's was, he doing? I was okay. Please carry on. No, no, no. This is the first one. Um, so Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward are these two laborers in a small Nevada town. People are getting murdered constantly, and they finally figure out that there is a, like, a creature underneath the desert that listens to their pulses and eats them. And one of my... It's very solid entertainment, you guys. And one of my favorite moments is when... Um, an, Actress named Reba McIntyre, <laughs> who plays her and her husband are two survivalists in the desert, and they kill a, what are they called? They're like a chomper or something. Anyway, they kill one themselves. 
they like have these two handguns. It bursts through their basement and they shoot it, shoot it, and then it doesn't die. And there's a moment where you like, oh, oh, and they run away in fear. But then they lead to a, a wall completely full of guns. And there's about five minutes of Reba McIntyre shooting a alien with an elephant gun. <laughs> Honestly, no, that explains it there, all. There's nothing more American than that scene. It's one of truly. The, it mm-hmm. is like yeah, I could like see eagles flying. I could mm-hmm. hear like man in motion over it. It was a <laughs> iconic American scene. And I wish that Reba would reprise her role. <laughs> all right. You're what? not going to like this one. She already looks embarrassed. She hasn't even said it. Your, your shoulders are hunched. You're so shameful. 2003 from Justin to Kelly. No! What? Okay, to be fair, Sorry. I haven't seen it in a very long time. A contractually obligated reality <laughs> <Yes>. show film. <laughs> exactly. Wow. I think I just enjoyed it a lot when I first watched it. Watched were, were you a fan of them on the like, live television program? Only a little bit. Is the thing. I was only kind of a Kelly Clarkson fan. I admired her and thought that she was like, you know, spunky and and plucky. She's and as American sweet. as uh, Reba McIntyre with a gun. Exactly. Also. Um, I don't know about that, Sean, but it's a mess. It's a mess of a film. I'm willing to say that. But I have gone on record before to say that I love trash. So. <laughs> This really is consistent with what we know it's about. It's not even it's not even an admission. It's just her What's the plot of from Justin to Kelly? Um they're on spring break and they meet. It's honestly Does it end there? <laughs> so confusing. I thought it was just um, a two hour long pan from Justin to Kelly. Pretty much. <laughs> like honestly, pretty much. Uh the film is set during spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Texan singing waitress. Wow. Texan singing waitress. <laughs> Kelly Taylor meets Pennsylvania college student Justin Bell, and they fall for each other, and various romantic complications ensue. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Can so, they from act Texas. At all? Can you act? Can they act? Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. I remember Their reading an interview terrible. with Kelly where she was like she in was like, tears I after she won be because she's like, it was in my contract and I forgot. I signed it. I signed it. She's like, I won. And she's like, and I thought I had all this momentum. And then I was like, this will just kill everything. And, and she. And it did. It killed her for a bit. She came back. Like a phoenix. What, I, what doesn't kill her makes her stronger. Famously, if though, you're just so. joining us, oh. you are listening to Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. And it's Radiothon 2018. Wah, wah, wah. It's a very exciting time. And what we're doing is sharing uh, some of our most embarrassing favorite movies uh, to thank the people who've donated and to encourage you to call 306-525-7274 to make us reveal even more. And if you have already donated online, feel free to message us on our Facebook page to tell us your guilty pleasure, and, and we, we, will we will react let, to that in some way, shape, or form. We will react. There is no shame. I want to say that to everyone, even though we have just shamed several people. <laughs> There's no shame in telling us your guilty pleasure. We all have them. We're going to just reveal the terrible. It was a one. really bad one. We're going to do another quick round before we take our break here. Um, we would like to thank Christine for donating. Christine, thank you so much. Uh, now, what's hilarious is Christine's uh, embarrassing favorite was already on my list <gasps> when she shared it with me. It is a little film called The Holiday. Oh. The Holiday. We've got Jude Law. We've got Kate Winslet. We've got... Jack Black? <laughs> Jack Black. We've got Cameron Diaz. He's a chubby, agile guy. Yeah. He's a fun mix him up. Eli Wallach's in it. Like, very acclaimed, old-timey star, Eli Wallach. Um, it's great. It's charming, honestly. No regrets. Christine, don't let them shame you. Jer, uh, your so turn. A little movie based on a video game that <gasps> I love called Super Mario Bros. Oh my goodness, and I've never seen that. It I is have seen half. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo <gasps> in all of their glory. John Leguizamo plays Luigi. Luigi? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know what? He I'm plays he plays Luigi Mario and his brother Mario Mario go to Dennis Hopper plays Bowser. It makes <laughs> No sense, wow. and it makes no sense <laughs> with regards to the. <laughs> it makes no sense with regards to the source material, but it is great. A powerful ride. Wow, it sounds powerful. Mm-hmm. Like as powerful as uh, when you get a big old mushroom and you eat it and you 
get really powerful. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Maybe that's what they're. <laughs> maybe they're trying to make me grow twice my. Or you size. eat a leaf and you turn into a flying fox. That'll happen, right? Anyway, you, I think you mean feather, but it's cool. <laughs> I do mean feather. I mean, when it's in, you know how birds are covered pixely. in leaves constantly. <laughs> when it's that pixely. Yeah. Sean. Um. Okay. Your turn. So this one is real rough too. This is uh, uh George of the Jungle. Oh, so good. <laughs> this Honestly, is, uh, this should be on my list. I have zero defense for this. At all. John Cleese voices an ape. You uh, don't need to have a defense for this. Brendan Fraser. Um. With a sculpted bod, and I'm gonna watch this tonight. Leslie Mann. <laughs> it's a, uh, I like, I can't even tell. It's just this: a tale as old as time. Boy is left in the jungle, and apes raise him, and is found by <laughs> a San Franciscan socialite. And then she takes him back. Honestly, that movie's amazing. I think I don't I've, think I've it probably will be seen it fifty times. Same. But I, yeah. I don't really remember it. I remember like a lot of jokes to the camera. Yeah, a lot. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of good Swahili jokes. Yeah. Where all of the dudes <laughs> are making fun of the white people in Swahili, <laughs> which I'm into. Um, and Holland Taylor. Um, oh, yeah. Is a, so a sassy mother. She's great. And now she's dating, um, what's her face from American Horror Story? What? Yes. She's oh. into famously older women. This we'll have to talk about I at know. the break. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a real surprise. Well,. We are going to take a break. <laughs> Don't forget that it's Radiothon 2018, and it's really important for you to support this amazing people-powered station. So now, after, whenever you feel like, give us a call, 306-525-7274. Check out cjtr.ca slash donate. Ring those phones. Make Jeremy run an answer. And uh, we'll see you in a minute here on Spoiler Alert. Bye. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. I feel like I have to say the whole thing every time. You kind of do. I you think I do. do. You're contractually obligated. It's Radiothon 2018. <laughs> In case you missed that somehow. I honestly don't know how you could at this point. You'd have to be living under a rock. We're really hitting you with it. <laughs> right after this, we're going to tell you about some of the amazing gifts that are incentives to donate and some of the amazing prize draws you will be entered in. Uh, but first, what time is it, guys? I think it's game time. Wham, wham, wham. Whoa. For those who don't know or are just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week looking for a movie title that these two have not seen. When I score one... I bring it here. I tell them what the title is. They tell me what they think it's about. They're wrong. I laugh, and then I tell you what it's really about. Okay. Mm. It's I feel this is getting smugger every time. A little, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I lean out the process, and uh, the audience gets what they need to know. All right. Guys, this week's title is, of course, Meet the Deedles. Of course, it's Meet the Deedles. <laughs> What's Meet the Deedles about, y'all? Well, I'll tell you what it's about. Um, it is about... A 1950s uh, nuclear family, practically perfect in every way, uh, father, mom, teenage daughter, son, um, except that they all have a big beetle pincer on top of their head <laughs> and that they operate through their life with this pincer. Like the teenage girl has a little scrunchie on her pincer <laughs> and the mom holds like a little like dust duster when she's cleaning the house. Are they like humans? With a human-colored pincer, or are they... No, they're humans, and then they just have a, um, a very black mechanical-like pincer on top of their head. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And honestly, I don't think they even reference it throughout the film. It just is like I don't that? think none of, their, none of their friends or family... So what happens in the film? Well, they just live their life. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's sort of a documentary. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, I think Meet the Deedles... Is, is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I was like, wait, did I just make that like up in a D fever dream? Like D. Deedles. The D to a house. Deedles. But uh, with L-E-S after it. I think it's about a pair of adult, identical twin men who are mysteriously egg-shaped, um, <laughs> named Deedle Twee <laughs> and Deedle Dwum. <laughs> and uh, they are super weird. Um, they kind of freak people out. Um, and they are suspected of... 
a murder <laughs> of a young woman named Alice. Um, it's kind of a noir style. Um, it's very edgy, very dark, and kind of Lots the of tension builds. There's a lot of rain. Wow. But they do wear a lot of matching, matching outfits, so that's fun. Is there a villainous drag queen? Yes. The Queen of Hearts? The Queen of Hearts. Wow. Is she who actually did it? No, because it's a bit cliche for the queer character to be the villain. <laughs> You're right. Dale Tui and Dweedle Twan. But she's a scapegoat, and then it's a commentary on that. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. Hashtag, it's, a, it's pretty brilliant. Hashtag deep, Sonia. I know, right? Wow. What is it, Jer? All right, guys. Well, <clears throat> Meet the Deedles is a 1998 Disney feature uh, starring Paul Walker, too soon, and uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve Warmer. I don't know who that is. Not too um, And it's about two fraternal twin brothers who are complete surf bums living in Hawaii off their single father. Off their single father, but then some shenanigans happen and they get chipped off to Yellowstone Park, where people think that they are these two expert forest rangers. Oh, that sounds fun! And then they have to make it up as they go. Do they mention if these men are egg shaped? No, they're oh. not. Yeah, shape. What shape are they? Well, I will show you guys a, a picture of the poster. Mind you, in the illustration here, their hair has been turned into surf waves, which they do not sport. Oh. This is a horrible. Film. Honestly, <laughs> it looks like my beetle pincers. Yeah, <laughs> I think we were, we both, were both, right. both a bit right. They do not Which sport. is interesting. They are fraternal twin brothers. Why would okay, you possibly well. choose that image? <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking graphic design. It was 1998. It's a rough. They didn't have goal. Photoshop. They literally just cut these waves out of magazines and pasted them to Paul Walker's head. Oh. But um, Meet the Deedles. deserves better. A movie I watched as a kid. I still kind of like it. That's <laughs> nice. I shouldn't. I shouldn't like it. Honestly, that's nice. Also, that's like a fun bonus one. Yep. That's what I do with Great the game. Great job, Jer. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the game is always brought to you by the RPL Film Theater, especially when I remember to say that afterwards. And uh, thanks, RPL Film Theater, for... Uh, for helping us out with that. Thank you so much. Sponsoring our show. We love you. You're mm -hmm. the best theater in the city. Hopefully you'll never play... Voted number one by spoiler alert. Any of the films that we mentioned on this, yeah. please, on this please particular do, show. Please do not. Please. They, they're picked for title and obscurity alone. Do not. <laughs> well, as we've mentioned, it's a very exciting time here at CJTR. Why? Well, it's Radiothon 2018, Sean. Is it? And what that means is that you have the opportunity to support this incredible community radio station. How would I do that? Well, you can call us, and we will make Jeremy run to the phone, 306-525-7274. Or you can pledge online at cjtr.ca slash donate. And the great news, Sean, is, is that, that when you donate, you have the opportunity to win gifts, <gasps> and you are entered into the daily prize draw. I like gifts. I know, right? And I like prizes. Well, <laughs> And together, we like the platter clean. I've got great news for you, too. <laughs> if you donate $50... Or pledge $50 and then eventually donate it. Mm -hmm. You will win slash be given. You won't be, you won't win it. You will be given. You receive. The, uh, CJTR, uh, CFCR compilation album. Got it covered. A really special piece of music history made by local musicians. Mm -hmm. So that's great. If you donate $100, you will get a limited edition Radiothon 2018 t-shirt. It's a beautiful design. You can see that on the website. Everyone needs a clothes. It looks great. If you donate $150, you get both. What? I know. Double whammy. Get off exactly. your wallet, people. Get off your wallet, donate to this amazing station, get some gifts. And... If you donate $25, for every $25 you donate, I should say, mm -hmm. you are entered to win. You are entered into the prize draw. And the best part is that entry remains good until the end of Radiothon. So You can just keep winning. Just keep winning and winning. Today's daily prize is a $100 gift card to the Cure Kitchen and Bar, newly open on 11th Avenue there. Check it out, so, people. So come on. Ring those phones. Make Jeremy Man, run around. Those phones. We won't get sued by Bob McGrath, will we? If we keep <laughs> Hard to say. Hard to say. He's come after he, me before. He calls in. Now, as we've mentioned, for each of the donations we receive or have received, we are revealing some of our most embarrassing favorite films. And we've got another round to do now here. So, my grandpa, Grandpa Marv. Oh, thanks, Marv. Uh -huh. Way the heck out in BC. Way he donated out there. to the station. I did not ask him for an embarrassing favorite film, full disclosure. Um, it was He'd a brief like, email exchange. <laughs> sitting in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I don't know that my grandpa has watched a movie that wasn't like a documentary about Tibetan monks in probably years. So um, my embarrassing favorite, which mm -hmm. is embarrassing to me, but maybe not to many, 
is a little film called Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. oh. Why do you think that's embarrassing? I just feel like people wouldn't expect me to like that movie. Mm. Burt Reynolds, not a great relationship to women. The movie, not a great relationship wow. to women. Recently deceased Burt Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, to that mustache. Um, there was a man truckers. That mustache. <laughs> but I like all of the... I like all the trucking lingo. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I'm with you. Nicknames, <laughs> I'm into that. Ten four, good buddy. Let's uh, let's hear what what embarrasses you too. Uh, I got a little grindhouse for you because mm. they are basically the same movie. Yeah. Uh, this is once again hard for me to admit. People will talk to me about this afterward, but I like both The Postman and Waterworld. Wow. Two classic Kevin Costner films ruined his career. Back to back epics. <laughs> I don't know the postman. Like there was a career. You don't know the postman? No. Okay, let me paint you a picture. The world ends. Again. Uh, <laughs> uh, a man wanders the wastes of what used to be America and finds stumbles into a postal truck where he finds a uniform which is much warmer than the clothes he's wearing. Oh. On a whim he begins to deliver letters, which lets the people around him believe that the government has reestablished order in the West. And has now come east or something like that. It's a big lie. It's a lame movie. Is he ashamed of himself? I like to watch it. He he becomes ashamed of himself. But then, you know what? He steps up and he becomes the postman. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. To deliver what to whom? Exactly. (laughs) Letters to people who send and receive letters. Got it, got it, got it. Um, So for mine... This is a, maybe a bit of a controversial one in that people wouldn't think it's a guilty pleasure, but mine is Space Jam. I get it. Which I, like, as everyone is probably like, that's not a guilty pleasure. But I think that we're fooled by so much how it was such a merchandising, like, epic. Mm. Like how 1996 was, like, or any time after, you couldn't buy <laughs> anything without Tweety Bird yeah. stamped on it or something like that. And uh, tell me what shirt you're wearing today, Sean. I'm honestly wearing a bit of a Disney myself. But wait, that's the WB. I know, but I'm just saying Minnie Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. It is cute. Check the Instagram later. Maybe we'll post it. (laughs) Um, Anyway, all of the performances are weak. Yeah. Sorry, Michael Jordan, but you're bad. Hey, he Better than he is at baseball. Yeah. Oh, he is a good person to stand in front of a camera and say things. And yeah. I know that he has his work cut out because it's hard to act all green screen. <laughs> Against monsters. Talk to the kid that played Mowgli. <laughs> like, it's a tough job. Incredible. Um, but, like, yeah, Lola sucks. Um, it was just, like, the soundtrack and the ever-presentness of the merchandise that I feel like everyone was like, this movie is great. But it actually is real terrible. Um... And I think I just hold it in such beautiful 96 nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want to say that it got a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the movie Airbud got a 45%. Wow. That's shocking, so, honestly. Uh, we mentioned this briefly last time, but I am going to bring it up because we're talking about it. Uh, Space Jam 2 is announced. For oh, real? Yeah, yeah. And LeBron, Le- LeBron is, is the drive behind it this Amazing. time. Amazing. And LeBron, LeBron is actually is good. Funny. He is funny. Because he was in, what's, uh, Trainwreck? Trainwreck. Yeah, he was very funny in Trainwreck. He, he and Bill great. Hader had a, a, an amazing thing going they on. They really did. They and did. they are going to ruin everything that was Space Jam 1 with Space Jam 2, I am certain. Uh, well, probably. it'll be tough. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it they're, remains to they're be gonna, seen. They're going to digitally gonna go. animate it, and it's going to be the end of it for is me. Is it going to be, um, like, the WB, because I don't know if kids want to see Bugs Bunny right now. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Why? Like, will it just be a random, like, um, like a mishmash? Oh, what's that movie? Like a Wreck It Ralph, where they just have like all of the cartoons, just all together. the references. Yeah, just like Ready Player just, One. Yeah, just mm. a smoosh in there to keep things interesting. I hope not. Anyway, who knows? Yeah, I think Bugs Bunny is evergreen. Just he saying. is. Oh, mm. <laughs> he's, he's ever gray. All right. Yeah. We've got another donor to thank. Whoa. Who's that? Julie. Why so fast? Julie G. Just to protect the anonymity. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Julie, we really appreciate you supporting this here Radiothon and a beautiful people-powered station like this one. We might be getting a phone call right now, Ooh. which is profoundly exciting. Uh, now, Julie shared a very amazing, embarrassing favorite. Um, 
Update, we did not get a phone call. False alarm. False, False alarm. alarm. Uh, Julie shared a very amazing favorite, uh, embarrassing favorite. Uh, it is Step Up to colon the streets. Colon. Step Up to the streets. And she really wanted to convey how embarrassed she was by this. And she was like, I know it's really embarrassing. And I, to you, I say, Julie, live your truth. I could watch people. You should not be ashamed. People dance well so often. I love a dance movie. What's, what's, come on. By the same director of Gem and the Holograms. Well, that. There's no reality where people are like, we need to resolve resolve this issue with dance. Incorrect. Um, After Britney and Justin broke up, they had to dance off at a club. That's That's actually true fact. Epic. Who won? uh, Urban legend. Obviously, Britney. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Is the other guy a dancer? They both are dancers. Yeah. Uh, Brittany is a singer. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I will correct you. Uh, yeah, I she, she is only dancer. All. She Come bit, on. She, all of her vocals are taken from like phone calls she's made. <laughs> <laughs> she was not in the recording studio. Exactly. And Brittany. my embarrassing favorite to go with it? Mm-hmm. What? Snow Dogs. Oh, no. What's Cuba Gooding Jr. <gasps> oh, and dogs. a team of Huskies. And I'm here for it. Balto. I in real Balto life. realness. <laughs> But with Serving Cuba, balls of realness. Um, yeah, it's great. There's nothing else to say. Like, what? What is there to even say? It's great. It's just a do-, do the dogs talk at the end? No. Okay. <laughs> they do. Oh wait, do they? I don't know. I asked you. This is another one I haven't seen in a long <laughs> the dogs time. Dogs might communicate. Um, they might, but that might be eight below that we're thinking of. Oh. Um, mm, it's hard to say. I am going to talk about Spice Girl or Spice World. <gasps> Which yes. uh, could also be known as Cameos the Musical. Yes. Um, Richard O'Brien and Meatloaf are both in there. They uh-huh. reunite. Um, I thought that because I'm currently doing Meatloaf practices right now. And Me- where's Meatloaf? I mean, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Meatloaf Show. practices. <laughs> meatloaf practices. I always practice Meatloaf. Oh. Um, anyway, so <laughs> that's cute. It's I great. I stumbled on that hard. Um, I just want to say that they had to, at the end of, the sh- uh, of filming, they had to edit out mentions of both Princess Diana and Gianna Versace because they both were <laughs> both were killed. Yeah. Oh, um, and they also had to edit out a Gary Glitter four-minute cameo because he was accused of child pornography. Yep. Ooh. So there was a lot of things happening there. It was a tough year. It was a rough. And uh, they collectively won the Razzie for Worst Actresses that year. Which is honestly shocking. It's tough. And Roger Ebert gave it half a star out of five and said, the Spice Girls are easier to tell apart than the Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that was his praise. What can you say about five women whose principal distinguishing characteristic is they have different names? They're so detached they can't even successfully lip sync their own songs. Honestly, it's tough stuff from him. That's tough. Yeah, it's, it's rough. He's not wrong. It's However, not. I enjoy it immensely. Should I wear the little Gucci dress, the little Gucci dress, or the little Gucci dress? Understated comedian Victoria Beckham. Yeah, honestly, yeah. She was very funny. Real talk. <laughs> she doesn't sing. I've tried to listen for, to her voice in the recording since she doesn't have one. Um, this just in. A, a, two images from Mike Rolo and another recommendation for a guilty pleasure. Uh, it's called Shakedown with Sam Elliott and Peter Weller. I don't know anything about it. It's, uh, it looks amazing. Mike says it's a complete mess but highly entertaining. The image I'm looking at is very confusing to me and it will be the post for this show. But I don't even know what I'm looking at there, Mike. It's also, a, a man on a helicopter or a plane wheel shooting upward or something. A plane wheel. I presume that this means that Mike has now donated a second time or yeah. plans to. I cannot believe you have donated That's so, so generous much. generous of you, Mike, <laughs> to have donated twice. What a right. selfless man. Jeremy? Well, that's a, that's an embarrassing favorite from you, my friend. Mike says Sam is shooting down a plane. So thanks, thanks for that, Mike. I'm loving this real time. <laughs> it's, it's, this interaction is terrifying, guys. I love the movie Pluto Nash, <laughs> through and through. You do? I love it so much. I am a huge Eddie Murphy fan. I, well, who I, isn't? I am a huge pretending a man is a robot by putting him in a gray suit fan. Uh huh. I am a huge sci-fi fan. It's stupid. I shouldn't like it. It's an amazing movie. There's no should or shouldn't here, Jay. Oh, no. There's no should there's, or there's, shouldn't. There's an, there's an objective line that I live my life by, and it is below that line. Oh. Now, 
you're probably wondering why we're talking about how much Jeremy <laughs> loves Pluto now. And that's because... Even people that have been here the whole time are wondering that. It is Radiothon 2018, and we are trying to raise money for this incredible radio station we call 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. It's almost time for What You Watchin', a segment we do every week here. But I think we got to do a quick round of thank yous, and then I think we should do a lightning round of embarrassing faves. So we have one, two, three... Five. We have five to do. Uh, Can we do it? Sonia, I, I feel like I've been wrung dry. Well, I, I gave you numbers. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll so, say things that I have wanted to see that I anticipate could be great. a guilty pleasure. Great. I got it. I got at least. I got, I got at least five here. All okay. right. So we would like to thank Riley, Nathaniel, my mother, Tatum, and uh, oh no, wait, I lied. There's only four. There's others that I read before. Mm. So those four. Um, and I'm just gonna just pounce them out here. Baby geniuses. Pounce them out. Baby's day out. <laughs> Master of disguise. Oh yeah. Which is well recorded, <laughs> well documented, and uh, a movie called The Inbetweeners, which is based on a very good TV show from Britain, but the movie was real bad. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go down. This is uh, so four. I, we need four here. Some of these might be bad. Some of these might not be bad, but they. I thought I thought of them when they came up. I really like Starship Troopers. Great. A little Keanu Reeves movie called Constantine. <laughs> an old sci-fi movie that's really... I should have talked about this with problematic movies called Flash Gordon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Sylvester Stallone movie called Judge Dredd. The only Judge Dredd movie that's ever been made. Mm. That was four? Ever. Uh, well, yeah. And Crawl is on this list. Cause What's I, Crawl? Crawl is a force of nature that you should look up on your own. Because uh, there's some notable people in it. It is renowned for one of the biggest plot holes of all time. Ooh. And uh, there's also some pretty bad acts. Because everyone walks the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, these are things that people have reacted strongly to when I've said I love the movie. Which is Clue, which is amazing. Yeah, that's just an amazing movie. That's, um, that's but people are just like, I don't understand that. That's, that makes no sense to me. Um, uh, the bodyguard is amazing. Oh my god, it's really bad. Kevin uh, Costner's all over this. Yeah, this he's yeah, got he a lot to do. Making some decisions. Um, also, Mars Attacks. Oh um, yeah. And two that I have wanted that I was wanted to watch this week because I th- thought it would apply is Mannequin and Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Both look disgusting in their own way. Mannequin is just kind of blah. He's just eh, me. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well. I'm always down for a, a well, new adventure. Mm-hmm. We're going to end off the show here with a quick round of What You're Watching, a segment where we talk about what we're watching. Mm-hmm. So, team, what you watching? Well, uh, in true guilty pleasure form, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about the TV show that I watched <gasps> this week. Oh, I love it! <laughs> that makes me so happy. Awesome. Uh, I watched Netflix's new show, Manic, starring Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, and it is... Awesome. Is it? Yes, it Great. is super good. It is very confusing. Mm. They do spell a lot of things out, so that's... I, I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, really interesting visual, visuals, lots going on, a lot going on. Mm. And, uh, yeah, no, it's just a great show. Very sort of, uh, I don't know, not I'm not going to say avant-garde, but a bold move for Netflix for sure. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. It worked, Flix. Um, as, as I mentioned earlier, I... Um, have I watched High School Musical because I feel like if I was born like five years later, it mm-hmm. would have been a guilty pleasure, yep. but I completely missed because I was too busy being like, I like Nutramilk Hotel, damn you. And <laughs> so I was too cool. Anyway, so I did watch and it is pretty bad, but the songs are kind of fun. The songs are good. Um, I was texting you guys. Um, well, I should have mentioned in the back to school episode uh, the concept of three minute classes where yeah. people just walk into a classroom, the teacher says something that exposes puts the plot forward mm-hmm. and then the bell rings yeah. which I think is so funny um, anyway Vanessa Hudgens is one of the worst actresses I've ever seen <laughs> apologies to Miss Hudgens uh, she's the clunkiest delivery ever including one line when we meet her which says I don't want to be the school's freaky genius girl again which is uh, terrible terrible yeah. Zac Efron has crazy floppy hair and a boot cut jean and looks insane <laughs> and I don't know why he was a bit of a heartthrob at that time because that makes no sense it was a prepubescent thing yeah 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 um, also, oh yeah, so basically the choreography, as you mentioned, is crazy. And every time in the song they mention, like, just like, head, they, everyone, like, puts their hands on their head. Yeah. Or, like, 
heart and they're just like bump bump with their heart it's so ridiculous um and yeah there's a, a cafeteria scene that i was like rolling on the floor laughing is there, is, you is, raffled i really raffled. is is there a musical in that musical yeah okay a play well, within a there's play. like auditions for a musical mm. and two of the best characters um ryan and sharpay are they're like <laughs> i thought you were gonna say justin also sharpay is the best name and they are have always been the leads of the school play but then this time zach and vanessa are coming for them and they do a much worse audition, but they always win. You know how that works? Yeah. Time? Anyway. What, what's the song that those two sing again? I forget. It's so, so good. I'm going to think of it and then sing it to you later. Thank you. All right. Well, I watched a little movie just yesterday. Uh, I co-hosted Talkies at the RPL Film Theater with friend of the show, James Brothridge. He's just at the top and the bottom he's of the show. All he's over. all over. He's, he's up, down, and all around. We had the pleasure question mark of watching a little film called lady in the water mm-hmm. oh which we talked about recently on our twists episode but oh mama is that a bad bad movie <laughs> that was a guilty unpleasure <laughs> a twist in that even no okay not she, really she, guys she's in the water but it's so i can't like i truly can't express the degree to which that movie makes no effing sense <laughs> and Okay, get this though. The mythical creatures are called narfs. Mm-hmm. So the so Bryce Dallas Howard, the like water spirit nymph, is a narf, mm-hmm. and then the evil grass uh, wolf that's trying to eat her is called a scrunt. Oh, he's not even trying with this. It's insane. Yeah. I and remember he's watching... in it. My M Night's in it. Oh, of course, he's isn't... actually a lot more handsome than I. He's in he's a, a good looking man. Would have guessed, but but he puts himself in pivotal roles. Oof, mm-hmm. it's Did he have a large role? Yeah. He really did. He was a writer, and it was all very meta and like, oof. Anyway, not a pleasure. I just uh, remember only Bryce Dallas Howard screaming at Paul Giamatti, just being like, <laughs> so "Run!" And it, yeah. her face was in crazy. I yeah, don't know like, why. and she tried so hard too, but they just gave her nothing to do. And Paul Giamatti is just like at a nine of like exasperation and stuttering like klutziness the whole time probably the only good part has bob balaban which is (laughs) i love and like he it's definitely the whole reason he agreed to do that movie is this one scene where he's like if this were a a scary movie this is what would happen anyway doesn't happen it doesn't it happens the way because he anyway i don't have time to fully get into it it's not a scary movie it's an m night Shyamalan movie just in case you somehow missed it somewhere in this episode, mm-hmm. it's Radiothon right now. Are you serious? It is. <gasps> and what you need to do, what you must do, if you love people-powered radio like this, is to call 306-525-7274. Some exciting news. Sean and I will be staffing the phones for the next few hours. Whoa. So give us something to do. Keep us working. Otherwise, we'll just take Instagram photos. You... <laughs> You will be helping the station to continue on in the, mission, in the hopes of becoming Regina's top community radio station, slash only. Um, and you can win some great prizes and uh, get some gifts. As well, there is a very exciting wrap-up party uh, this coming Friday, September 28th, on the, at the club side of the exchange. Uh, it's the Dance Through the Decades, where we will have uh, CJTR DJs spinning tunes from a different decade every hour. Whoa. It's going to be a great time. We might be there. I'll be there. Say. Uh, I'll Sean will be there. serving us a look that oh, night. Oh, you know I've got looks. Um, doors open 5.30. Dancing starts at 6 p.m. and goes late. Admission is free. So see you at that party. Don't forget to donate to Radiothon. Uh, we'd like to thank the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manitouna. Uh, we, I'd like to thank my co-hosts, all of you for listening. And seriously, everyone who runs this incredible station, they work so hard and it is so great. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. We're a podcast. We're on the internet. We love you. Thank you for donating. Happy Radiothon. Bye, everyone. Bye.